Trumos, Perches, Mishnah Vav, 8.6. We continue on the topic of snake poison, and we talk here about fruits and vegetables that have teeth marks, and the concern is that maybe a snake bit it, and if there's moisture inside the fruit or vegetable, so then the concern is that the poison spread throughout, and the entire fruit or vegetable comes forbidden um, for that reason. So it says, Nikure Te'enim, those are figs, anavim, those are grapes, kishuim, let's translate that as cucumbers, deluim, gourds, avatichim, watermelons, melafafonos, a different kinds of uh, melon. So in all those cases, if they have um, like bite marks, something like that inside of them, a filuhem kikar, it doesn't matter if they're gigantic, a kikar is the largest um, weight that they used in the time of the Mishnah. It's roughly... It's a 60 mana. It's like 60 pounds. A little more me. 64 pounds. So it's massive. Um doesn't matter if the fruit is large or small. The Tosas Yontov points out it's a little strange to first say it's gigantic, a key card, and then say it doesn't matter if it's big or small. And because that redundancy, he cites another possible girsa that it's instead of key carb, it's bikad, meaning even if it's inside a container, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the fruit or vegetable is detached from the ground or still remains attached from the ground. If it's the kind of food stuff that's moist on the inside, which would facilitate, like through capillary action, that the poison should spread throughout, then usr, then the entire uh, fruit becomes forbidden. That is to say, if you're talking about something that's dry, I don't know if you have bite marks in a bag of rice, I don't know. So then you could remove just the side of the rice where the bite marks are and not be afraid that the poison would spread throughout. Um, but when it comes to a cucumber, the fear is since the inside of the, the, the cucumber is moist, that if there's poison inserted in it, it would spread throughout the entire cucumber. That's the fear. And the Mishnah says on a different but related topic, Neshuchas hanachash, any animal that's been bitten by a snake. So you have a cow. The cow got bitten by a snake. Now let's say the cow was not a technical trefa. Um, and then you you shecht it. So now you have, it's not a trefa and it's not a novella because you shechted it, so it's not a kosher shechita. So you think, okay, now I can eat this cow. The answer is no. Asura, it remains forbidden to eat such a, an animal that's been bitten by a snake. Bibnei sakanas tafashos, because the fear is, of course, that the snake venom is still present inside of the cow, in its flesh. And uh, if you would eat it, then... God forbid, it would make you unwell. And that being the case, uh, the snake becomes us, or again, the same principle that something which is a sakana, a source of danger, is even more strictly treated than something which is simply forbidden by halacha under normal circumstances, a general iser.